Hey, thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. This is a podcast where we talk a lot about suicide, suicidal thoughts, and depression, and joke around about those things because we're comedians who have dealt with those things. So we like to have fun talking about it, and we hope that helps you. But we're not joking around because we take those things lightly. We just want to establish that right up top. So if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts right now, and especially if you're feeling yourself close to suicide, first of all, know there is no part of us that ever encourages it. Please stay safe. And if you are feeling that, we want you to reach out right now and call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They're so helpful. They will talk to you whenever, wherever. They really are just a great ear when you need someone to talk to. So please call if you need it. And otherwise, enjoy the show. You know just what to do when I look at you And I don't want to go They call me on the phone and won't leave me alone But I don't want to go Uh, okay Doesn't matter what yeah. they say You Canadian? <laughs> oh! <laughs> I remember some dumb joke I was thinking of earlier. Come with it now. You can't. <laughs> you can't? No. Well, I, you should. My friend Zach. <laughs> Zach of the Rock. <laughs> Zach of the Rock is his name. <laughs> Wants you to come with it now. He asks all of his children to please come with it now. Come with it now. Please come with it now to the Lord. And then Jesus said unto him, come with it now. <laughs> I had this thought yesterday that I don't know if I can ever do anything with it, but it really makes me laugh. Um, did G- Do you think Jesus ever sneezed? <laughs> like, did the, did, oh, bless me. <laughs> yeah, so, me, bless oh, me. Oh, wow, me, me. Me, oh, me, me, oh, me, 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 you. Me, you. <laughs> Like if someone else sneezed, wow, me, you, me, bless you. Yeah. Um, Me me and you. (laughs) She and him. I don't think that I can believe in a God who sneezes. You know what I mean? Unless he sneezes in like millions of people. Where do do you think, where do you think the universe comes from? (laughs) You don't think it comes from God sneezes? Fuck, dude. I wish I were dead, man. I was, uh, dude, literally, this is so funny. I was on the drive here. I like, uh, didn't have anything to listen to, so I turned on the radio, and it was actually like, you know, uh, Christian rock station. Oh, yeah, I didn't have anything to listen to, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but like, why? <laughs> All right, Dave. All right. If you're going to drag it out of me, I'm into the Lord now. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Me and the um, Lord have been fucking somehow, behind your back. Somehow the only album I've ever bought uh, is Jars of Clay. I don't know how. I don't Dave, know how, but I bought it, and I, I don't know, know how. I know how to tell you this, but I started a podcast with the Lord, <laughs> and you're out. <laughs> I'm actually the original songwriter for DC Talk. Lord uh, buddies. I actually know a lot about 90s um, Christian rock. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> DC well, Talk and Jars of Clay are both Christian rock bands yeah, from yeah. the 90s that were trying to be like grunge. The band, this was, it just killed me basically because I don't know if there's a bit there, but basically the band that was introduced on the Christian rock thing was called Jesus Culture. Wow. It's already a terrible name. <laughs> so funny. It's like, you mean religion? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you mean Chris, your name means Christianity? Like, it's also like, aren't you know. supposed to be like tricking yeah. people into being you Christian? Guys, coming up on the block, we got Jesus culture. <laughs> and so it started playing, and the song was basically bad cult play, bad um, sure. uh, Kings of Leon <laughs> type of music. And it was all white. <laughs> <laughs> it goes into hate speech. <laughs> like, instead of it was all yellow, and they were all white. <laughs> I found a girl. She was white. She was white. <laughs> anyway, the song basically was just, I believe in you. And I just couldn't help but I was like, I guess all these songs are basically like, you know, they're supposed to be people who are like, I believe so hard. <laughs> yeah. Dave, I believe in the Lord. He's in my heart. Uh-huh. But when they sing about him, it's like they're talking about someone who th- is like the most fictional character they could possibly be talking about. Because <laughs> uh-huh. like, I believe in you. <laughs> You're somewhere there. You're somewhere out there. I swear I could feel it. I know it's true. <laughs> and it's like. 
That is the most vague, just like, mm-hmm. I, I fucking, I, I goddamn know you're there. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, like he that was is. Right here. He was right here, Dave. God was right here. A second no, ago. No, I believe. No. Uh... All right. Jesus Culture with their next song. Oh, shit. You just missed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. God was just right here. <laughs> I swear I could see his face and his clothes. Jesus uh, was in this tomato. Can I see it? Oh, I ate it. I ate the tomato. The tomato was good. I, I, I ate the Jesus tomato. <laughs> Jesus tomato. Yeah, like that e- does sound like a Pearl Jam song. Part of the song is just <laughs> describing God as like, and the blood was there on your robes that day. It's like just <laughs> right. Like if you're get, giving a bad recollection recollection to the cops, you're like, yeah, it was a, it was a black guy and he had blood on his jacket. <laughs> 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 I swear it's true. <laughs> Just believe me, man. Wow, that's so funny. I guess it's like probably at this point, young Christians are just pleading with other people to believe in the thing they believe in that defines them entirely. Yeah, it I don't was, know. It's a trip because I was like, I guess you can't. You know, if you're in that environment, you can't just start singing songs that's like, even just like, I kissed a girl and it was the best. Like, right. We had. Well, I like, love that song, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul McCartney wrote that. I kissed a girl and it was the best. <laughs> well, that's like low level what the Beatles are. They're like, I want to hold your hand. Yeah, and those are their best well, songs. I want to hold, <laughs> hold that hand. They didn't get any better than that. Give me that fucking hand, girl. <laughs> Give me your fucking hand. The rest of your body can go fuck itself. <laughs> I want to suck your hand. <laughs> <laughs> the first song about hand jobs. Oh, I just want that. Hand. I want to fuck your hand. I want to fuck your hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's plural for some reason. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a love song to a deaf girl. Take your two hands and make it the shape of a pussy. Beat the Beatles. Okay. Uh, love song to a deaf girl. Nothing. No. Love song to a deaf girl. If you want to fuck her hands. <laughs> What? It's sign language. Oh, oh, I get it. It's the ultimate sign language. (laughs) Okay. I think that was probably very offensive. (laughs) That's why I was like, nothing? (laughs) You're just going to breeze past my hate speech with no accountability, Dave? No, you're right. That's your world. Uh, (laughs) I guess that's on you, Dave. (laughs) You know how I describe me. Hate speech, LOL. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's how I feel. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where I can't really tell, but I think that was super disrespectful of deaf deaf people, right? Or was it not? I think deaf comedy jams more disrespectful. You're right. They based the it's whole like, comedy series off of the idea that it's just hysterical. It's just like LOL, you LOL. can't hear this. <laughs> Uh, hey, this is Suicide Buddies. I'm Dave Ross. Hi, I'm Hampton Young. And you found yourself at a mental health comedy podcast where we joke our way through dark stuff. Not to, you know, make light of death, but to make light of it. <laughs> so we feel better. I like that. You find yourself at a podcast at the Nexus. It's like, you guys downloaded this. You know damn well. <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. You know damn well what you're doing at this point. I don't know, man. I think there are people, just like people who join the Facebook group, who are like, there's a podcast? <laughs> when it was just called Suicide Buddies, so many people would join and be like, I just wanted some Suicide Buddies. Uh, oh, and guys, there's a Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, a little bit of... Uh... It's called Suicide Buddies Podcast Fans now. Just search for that. It's great. Yeah, there are like a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of taking care of each other happening in there. It's good. Um what were we doing before I fucked it all up <laughs> and said, this is Suicide Buddies? Oh, well, you know, whatever we were talking about, who cares? Hampton's going to be in Sunnyvale, California soon. When is that? That's right. This weekend. Uh, oh, so this if you're weekend. Li- if you're listening to this, uh, this Thursday, I'll be in Sunnyvale, California. It's uh, near Palo Alto. You guys know the area if you live there, of course. Near Cupertino. <laughs> Rancho Cucamongo. Not near uh, that no, at all. Nowhere near that. Um, <laughs> but it is near uh, Apple and Facebook. Yeah, so. this weekend, June 20th through the 23rd. And here's the thing. If everyone who works at Facebook comes to Hampton's show, <laughs> it'll sell out. <laughs> Every and time I'm they there, will I'm have like, to turn away 4,500 people also. <laughs> <laughs> like, is the cast of Silicon Valley here today? Every every show? Totally. You guys yeah. here, are here, right? <laughs> they have such funny jokes. <laughs> I wonder if a lot of people... 
like if Kumail does a show there, like if a lot of people go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they all know him. They do, man. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could have seen how Hampton looked at me with such extreme hate after I said that. Yeah, absolutely. They do, man. They really do. Yeah, come on down to Rooster Tea Feathers and then check me out at Chuckle Tea Fuckers, uh, Knee Slapigans. Yeah. Uh, the Rib Ticklers. Uh, you know, the T in Rooster ball, ball Tea Fighters stands for tickling. <laughs> Can so. we name comedy clubs worse? <laughs> I think, I think no. I don't know if we have the technology yet to name them worse. Every time I Google one of the ones I used to make fun of them, like Chuckle Hut yeah. or Chuckle Castle, it's Sir a laughs real a lot. place. Sir laughs a lot. Is that a real That used to club? be one. No fucking way. There was like gimmicks and stuff. Gimmicks. Rumors is a really funny one. Yeah. It's like, what? I heard there's comedy <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah. Deja <laughs> vu is one. Keep it vague. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it vague. Um, I got some road shit coming up, too. I'm going to be in Denver on... What's the exact date? I actually am going to be in the Colorado area uh, a few times over the next couple of months. But coming up July 27th, I'm headlining the Grolix at the Bug Theater, which I'm so excited to do. Hell yeah. Um, if you're in Denver, uh, just in general, please go to the Grolix. They just brought it back. It's every uh, last Saturday of the month, and it's just like maybe the best show on Did Earth. they discontinue it? Yeah, it when it stopped for a while while they were making Those Who Can't, their TV show. Oh, okay. And they all moved here, and then, then they all just moved back, and uh, they're fucking doing their show again, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I have some other road stuff coming up too, and we're doing stuff together. But the most important thing is for everyone to go see Hampton at, <laughs> at Rooster Tickle Feathers <laughs> in Sunnyvale, California. Chuckle Nutters. <laughs> yeah. Come buckets. Come see, check me out at Come Buckets. How did they come up with Rooster Tea Feathers, do you think? Uh, it's a person's name. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's one of the president's it's names. It's Steve Jobs' name. <laughs> Steve Jobs' name. <laughs> I don't know. I think they probably lost a contest or something. It's they such a lost, crazy name. They dude. lost some sort of contest and then are forced to name their club that. Rooster T <laughs> Feathers, man. It's so funny. Um, and then, yeah, Hampton and I are doing a show together, our first ever show in New York City. When is that? Get oh, yeah, 9 11. <laughs> That's what it is. It's hard to forget because uh, it's on 9 11. Remember the old Pace Picani uh, ads? You're damn right. New York City. Dude, literally every time I I'm introduce someone myself. at Good Heroin and they're from New York, every time I say, I say, this next person's from New York City where salsa is made. <laughs> and then three 35 year olds go, <laughs> and then everyone else is like, what is happening? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Fucking salsa. They fish the salsa out of the bay. <laughs> that old New York salsa. Oh my they god! They get that fresh salsa from the bay. Even picturing that makes me want to throw up. Just Jesus. throwing the nets, dragging yeah. it out of the hut. Salsa. It's just fucking cups of water from the East River. God damn! If your if your salsa doesn't have a used condom in it, it's not good. It's not original New York salsa. <laughs> I also just love the idea. It was made in New York City where they also have tomatoes and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we can make it be anywhere. Such a crazy idea. Yeah, give me a break. <laughs> New York Yeah, is I bet like... they fucking killed it. <laughs> just like everything New York does. Cats, the musical, number one. I love <laughs> that's the point of the ad. Bagels. It was made one. in New York City. Well, it's probably good because there's so many people there <laughs> making a lot of stuff. <laughs> if you think about it, there's a lot of voices of new artistic talent creating Honestly, stuff. challenging each other, you know? Just fucking, the more people, there are, the more the more of a challenge, the more likely it is the salsa will be better, much like stand-up. New York City, <laughs> that culinary microcosm. <laughs> <laughs> Get a rope. I don't like outsiders. Instead, I'm going to eat this onion soup. <laughs> yeah, I, wa I only like salsa that's made in a small town in Texas where the guy making the salsa has never seen other salsa. <laughs> Nothing informs his palate He's at all. He's never seen other salsa mm -hmm. or Muslims. Hey, what's up? We're other salsa from Downey, California. One, two, fuck you. Um, well, this week, 
We're not doing a suicide in history per se, but I want to talk about suicide statistics. We've never really talked about that. So it's going to be kind of dark. And uh, so Hampton, I'm going to need you to be ready with the jokes. Because <laughs> this uh. is going to need to be light. Lightened up, you know what I mean? Do you have any jokes today? Let me go smoke up with Joe Rogan real quick. Okay, well, he's in good got, shape. He isn't funny till he's high. <laughs> you know what they say. Uh, um, yeah, I'm into getting into some stats. Man. Yeah, we, we haven't honestly been doing our duty nearly enough to have actual facts on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true. A lot of this is conjecture and hearsay. Yeah, well, and libel lawsuits. Have quite been honestly, that's all we have to offer. <laughs> This might be the perfect time to remind you that we are not professionals, that if you are feeling depressed and having suicidal thoughts, please seek treatment in some way. Reach out to your friends, because truly, I am glad, so glad that this podcast makes people feel better. We get your emails, and so many of you say that, and I appreciate it. But again, we are not professionals. Please talk to a therapist. All right, now. Don't get a rope. A toothpaste ad or whatever. <laughs> don't don't get a rope. Do not get a rope. Calm. Don't get a rope. Is that what it says at the end of the pace ad? Yeah. That's right. They're like, they're going to hang him. Yeah. And I always thought it'd be funny if, you know, he went to do autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> get a rope. And he's like, get a rope. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> oh, he just I was going to get a rope. Don't tell me to do what I was going to do. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen the ad, it's a bunch of cowboys sitting around a fire and one of them has <laughs> chips and the other one pulls out salsa, and they're like, where's the salsa made? And everyone's pissed because it's New York City, because salsa, as we all know, has to be made in the desert under a bush. <laughs> it has to be made under the sweltering heat of oppression. Yeah, totally. <laughs> South of the Mason-Dixon line. It also is so funny. It's like, if their argument was it had to be made in Mexico, that would be much better yeah. than, like, made in Texas. Yeah, like, like, what about, like, Guadalajara right? or, like, yeah, some dude. shit? What the fuck are you talking about? So you're about? saying that, like, yeah. as long as it's made in America. No, it's made in El Paso. <laughs> like, okay. You know. Where they put kids in cages. <laughs> Get a cage. Put him in a cage. Get a cage. <laughs> El Paso. I only, Get a cage. I only eat the salsa of captured children. <laughs> anyway, toothpaste. was about toothpaste we, we said it wasn't <laughs> but it was a toothpaste dad we fucking swear um oh right. yeah i like to sleep in my toothpaste <laughs> did the ads switch out ever like in the future would that be a different thing oh then who gives a fuck oh damn dude. we never know what uh, aristotle gave the confirm we don't Man. know what we're doing <laughs> yeah that cat nodded <laughs> the cat that sits over there and all laughs right, at our jokes. Right. He doesn't deserve that. I know, you're right. <laughs> um, but he does like Coheed and Cambria. So, F- fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess fuck me too then, Dave. By extension, if you're going to fuck Aristotle over the whole uh, Coheed and Cambria thing, no, 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 I guess no, no, you you're right. They're fuck good. me too. Coheed and just Cambria. Just fuck my little mouth, Dave. That's what you were going to do. Yeah, it was what I was going to do. And I'm glad that you recognized me for that. It's just nice to be validated. <laughs> Coheed and Cambria, the Led Zeppelin of now. <laughs> Which is probably good for a lot of people, but not for old Dave. <laughs> man, okay. you just need to get into mythical realms, man. I love I mythical realms. I like Game realms. of Thrones. Excuse me. I like mythical realms. <laughs> <laughs> I Excuse love me. Don't myth- interrupt me. Okay. I like myth- <laughs> <laughs> realms. Mythical realms. I like mythical shit, dude. I'm Get in into the realm. It. Narnia. Auto. <laughs> Get in the realm. <laughs> mythical realm. Narnia. <laughs> wow, that took me a long time to get that joke. That is embarrassing. Yeah, um, you should be embarrassed. I am embarrassed. You should be fucking embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's a picture of a bear. <laughs> Are you embarrassed? 
It's a car. You somebody. You should be embarrassed. You <laughs> I have the right to bare ass arms. Yeah. The right to bear. Right to a bare ass. That was the original text of that fucking whatever. What was it? An amendment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> More like a mandment, you know? Amandament. <laughs> wow. That should imply a lack of faith in our <laughs> government where they were like, they wrote the Constitution and then like, oh, wait, uh, d- amendments. Like, oh, wait, we got to amend that. Uh, wait. <laughs> also, uh, freedom of speech. Uh, but I get a gun. Uh, if you're a troop and you're in my house, get the motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you can't keep me in jail if I've been a bad boy and not tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> I have always thought it was, and they say it in history class like it's incredible. Yeah, and immediately after the Constitution, yeah. they had 13 amendments. <laughs> what the fuck? Why did they just yeah. put it in the fucking Constitution? If, if, I t- if I turn in like an essay to my teacher or something, she's like, there's 13 big pro- fucking gaping problems with this. And, and you're like, like, no, there no, no, aren't. Not. <laughs> it's all one thing. See? All the corrections you're making me do are just part of it. <laughs> After these amendments, you'll give me an A. And it's perfect. (laughs) So the reason I was inspired to talk about suicide statistics today... No one cares. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Awesome. (laughs) Okay. All right. You wrote me in. (laughs) Great, 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 great. (laughs) So the reason (laughs) is that I came across an article called... The Effect of Country Music on Suicide. Oh, yeah. And it's in a, an academic journal called Social Forces. It's um, an Oxford academic journal. Um, and if you're looking for it, it's volume 71, issue one. It was released on September 1st, 1992. And I'm going to read you the summary of the article. It's like five sentences. Just so, because there's like, honestly, all you need to know is in the summary. I'll just read it. This article assesses the link between country music and metropolitan suicide rates. Hmm. Country music is hypothesized to nurture a suicidal mood through its concerns with problems common in the suicidal population, such as marital discord, alcohol abuse, and alienation from work. The results of a multiple regression analysis of 49 metropolitan areas show that the greater the airtime devoted to country music, the greater the white suicide rate. (laughs) The effect is independent of divorce, southernness, Poverty and gun availability. The existence of a country music subculture is thought to reinforce the link between country music and suicide. Our model explains 51% of the variance in urban white suicide rates. So completely separate from life events and location, suicide uh, country music listenership is directly correlated with suicide. Well, have you heard Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> well, have you heard Kenny Chesney? <laughs> we just go down the... Yeah, but... Well, have you heard Dale Earnhardt? <laughs> well... <laughs> Wait, Dale Earnhardt? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. So here's what's great, too. So Not when a that... singer. He's a driver. He when, drives. He doesn't sing. When that article came out, um, and it is, there's just like... they In the article, they go through these experiments that they did... Um, and and so it's like all I mean, I guess not fact based, but all like statistic numbers, math based, the article. Right. And then uh, in 92, a bunch of newspapers and blogs and shit um, wrote articles about it and made it more publicly known than just the scientific community. Mm-hmm. And the biggest one was uh the Baltimore Sun, which I think it was actually in the Chicago Tribune originally, but um, they just cited the article and said there is a direct correlation between country music and suicide. And then they asked people on either side of the quote argument how they felt about in it in Baltimore. In Baltimore, <laughs> and you gotta fucking read this article in the Baltimore. That's it's a so idea. so funny because there's this guy named John. I think he's pronounced John Gundlock. Gundlech. Cool. Got, uh, gun. John Gunhands. <laughs> Johnny Gunhands from Baltimore. <laughs> he was in all of the episodes of The Wire. <laughs> John Gundlach. Locke? I don't know. Yeah, he's okay. a professor of sociology at Auburn, and he's one of the co-authors of the article. And... Um, <laughs> One of the quotes of the article, he was like, yeah, um, so after this came out and country music fans were mad about it, um, it's the first time in my life I've ever been called a conehead intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? <laughs> yeah, because they talk. The they like interviewed a bunch of fans of country music on their thoughts on the fact that country music is associated with suicide, and basically everyone was like, "No, there, no, it's not." There's a guy Do named you um, Smart People Watch the Coneheads. This is yes, <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, there's a guy named John Katzbeck. He is a Cat. country music radio <laughs> DJ on WUSN in Chicago, and he goes by. The, the cat man. Ah, there it is. And this is what he said. I think a lot of college professors should get out of college and get a real job. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? He's like mad. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he says, I certainly hope this wasn't government funded. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, he brings in my taxes. <laughs> yeah, Just bringing totally. in my taxes. And he's one of those guys that everything's related to his taxes. Now my car won't start because of my fucking taxes. <laughs> Hey, hey. He like sees 9-11 happen. He's like, because of the fucking taxes. <laughs> what I really, really love about, I think it is a Chicago Tribune article, actually. What I, What's so great about the article is that they, I mean, you know, these are reputable publications. And when you read articles in newspapers, they try to just present the information without yeah. opinion. Yeah, without bias. But like... It's impossible for you to not read opinion because right when they quote him, I certainly hope this wasn't government funded. The next line in the article was, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> to confirm, this man is insane and is ranting about his taxes. And, uh, yeah, and, and now my dick doesn't work. And they take in the taxes. Because of the government. The yeah. government. Oh, I'll come with it now. This guy is five seconds away from turning over a cop car. Dude. I know. And they interview like all these. We just told you a fact, sir. Yeah. It's a scientific study. I mean, it's the same people who fucking say climate change isn't real. It's the same shit. They just won't believe college professors because they need to get a real job. Oh, my taxes aren't saving the planet. (laughs) You know, I don't need my taxes to go towards something like this. And so then in the article, they like go through interviewing a bunch of fans of country music of different ages. And they're all like, um, actually, country music makes me happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, we also heard from someone. <laughs> and then <laughs> on the other side, on the other hand, and then this a- guy. after all of those people, it says it just says something to the effect of like, yeah, maybe country music doesn't doesn't make people sad. Um, for example, the song by Doug Stone, "I'd Be Better Off in a Pine Box," which is <laughs> a real <laughs> pop country song that I didn't know about. And so I was looking at this article and I I just went, I was like, all right, let's see what happens if I just search for Google for popular country songs. Okay. And these are just some of the songs that come up right away. Um, Whiskey Glasses by Morgan Wallen. Um, Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Yeah, Before He Cheats. Broken Halos by Chris Stapleton. This is my favorite and possibly the most suicidal song song title I've ever heard. Songs About Rain (laughs) (laughs) by Gary Allen. Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. She Got the Best of Me. I, I mean... Yeah, you're making a good... What about I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton? Right? Yeah, totally. They're That's just like so one of the saddest fucking songs in the world. Is you know Tennessee whiskey. I mean, there's just so much sadness. Everything Johnny and Cash alcohol. ever said, dude. Yeah. So then, <laughs> now I'll just like then I just like searched around for country songs that I knew to remind myself. And so those are that's just like a an immediate popular country song search. Recent, yeah. But here are like there's also I'm so lonely, so lonely I could cry by Hank Williams. I Fall to Pieces by Patsy Cline. And then, of course, Johnny Cash, Hurt. <laughs> oh, shit. He wrote that after he hurt. Uh, there's a song by Daryl Worley called I Miss My Friend. <laughs> and the best one is Brad Paisley, who's a modern country artist. Brad Paisley and Alison Krauss have a song called Whiskey Lullaby, which is about killing yourself with drinking. Oh, man. Yeah, that reminds me of the episode we did about Fair and Young. Uh, yeah, uh, the totally. country music singer who killed himself. But later on in life, and he was more in the kind of glitz and glamour, like Grand Old Opry kind of uh, yeah. country, which is its own it's its own thing. You know, it's all depressed, and I don't know why. I mean, it's just it's just white people navel gazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why did she leave me? Oh yeah, all the booze around me. Damn it! I I mean, I would venture a guess, and this is a broad generalization to make, so forgive me, but like. 
country music on top of being like you said navel gazing and like pouring your heart out it also is very masculine it's like tied to masculinity so there's also this like yeah. push your feelings down element even of the it. voices are like generally yeah. like hey totally I'm so it's not like it's not like it's this sort of sadness and like expressing your sadness coupled with being open about your feelings like emo kind of has it's like no i'm sad but i'm not allowed to be <laughs> and so like yeah of course they fucking kill themselves i think I, like having an emo haircut with like the part design is just the same as a cowboy hat absolutely just cover up that part of your head <laughs> i don't want anybody to see this part of my head <laughs> i think the the thing that struck me the most about it is like i think probably everyone listening is like yeah okay that makes sense that there's a direct correlation between liking sad music and being sad that makes sense well the, but oh, okay sorry but the thing that really struck me was how defensive country music fans got about yeah it. that is hysterical that says dude. the most about our country that i think it possibly could we're we are that was in 92 that wasn't that long ago that people were like no not suicidal no <laughs> and because it, it strikes like a a, fee, a few well, chords yeah. with me first mm. of all why does it? Why do you feel made fun of when someone says that the music is suicidal? Why are you so defensive? Why are you like, no, I'm not? <laughs> I think you're touching on something with this being in the '90s and just yeah. the defense, like mental health conversation, was so nowhere in yeah. the scope of you know what we were talking about. Like when Columbine happened, everyone was like, it's video games or something. <laughs> yeah. Like people were not ready to address. Like maybe your kid's just crazy or yeah, like, sad or sad or yeah. It's like there's any number of mental health things that could be going on. It was more just like uh, rap music. Yeah, like, that's totally. how like we attack society problems. <laughs> How do we cure uh, homelessness? Uh, rap music. Get rid so of it. So true. Rap music. Well, that's why there's crack, Dave, because of all the rap music. Because <laughs> rappers want you to smoke crack. And I think the correlation that you're that would just be very obvious with this country music thing is that it's just, you know, sad people commit suicide. Yeah. Sad people also happen to listen to country music. Right. But then it'd be like, well, country music and suicide. That'd be like, well, suicide, you know, country music makes you commit suicide. Yeah. You know, like, oh, shit. And that's why everyone's getting defensive. Like, no, I never even fucking thought of it. Even that's, then, that's why I got truck it's nuts. crazy to me to feel insulted that someone says you're sad. I think yeah, it insane. says a lot about America that that's considered insulting. Do you think anyone with truck nuts has ever killed themselves? Never. <laughs> Definitely I don't, not. They've never even thought never. of it. They probably it, think unless it was whole... with the truck nuts. <laughs> I, I just ate to death. On I the ate a hundred <laughs> truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet, it's like Cool Hand Luke. I bet you can't eat fifty truck nuts. <laughs> yeah, I, yes, I can. I can. My daddy ate fifty truck nuts, and his daddy I'll ate fifty truck nuts. Fifty <laughs> truck nuts in one standing. Yeah, so because of that, like that study, I just started looking around at suicide statistics and it's, I mean, it's just good for us to talk about on the show anyway, but there are a lot of um, things that are said about suicide that are wrong just based on the numbers that I didn't know. Um, first of all, I was saying this to Aristotle earlier. Did you know that Nim, you know the rats of Nim, the sure. secret of Nim, yeah. that Nim is yeah. a real thing? What? <laughs> the okay. National Institute of Mental Health. And then I looked it up. What? In the book, <laughs> Nim is the National Institute of Mental Health. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. And they're the rats that are used to test drugs at Nim. <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> yeah. And if you watched it, you went crazy. Yeah. And now Dude. you jack off to weird hentai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Did we just find that out about you, Hampton? Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love that animation uh, oh, guy. Dear. He's the same guy that did Land Before Time and like uh, American Tale. He was a Disney. The Secret of Nim guy? Yeah, he was like a Disney guy who got burned and basically was like, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to wow. go make movies. And like, they kind of would do okay. And then eventually they actually did, did pretty really well. well. But it was like so funny that he's like. The Secret of that's crazy. I'm going to rewatch it because Secret of Nim was my favorite when I was a young kid. And then I read The Rats of Nim later. And I should even reread that book. It's fucking good. It's like a prison break movie. It's, I don't know, man. Maybe you should read some big boy books. <laughs> you know what you Fuck, should read? Man. The Art of the Deal. <laughs> oh, wow. That's the only book I read. <laughs> the 
art of the deal. I read the art of the deal every night. Helps I love the idea me. of you like walking into a elementary school and being like, "You guys should read some big boy books." You fucking nerds. You fucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's barely any deals in this book. So I'm just going to start going through... Some stats? Some stats. Like, first, uh, uh, some broad ones that I found from the CDC, and then some more, like, specific ones that I literally come from NIM. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so these first ones... These are, are secrets the, of NIM? These are... Se- I'm going to tell you some secrets of NIM. Holy shit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> In a land before... Okay, here's the first one. Podcast. Okay. Uh, all rats are hot. Hmm, interesting. That's weird. <laughs> Uh, the second one is um, you should fuck rats. Well, weird. <laughs> oh, damn huh. it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, suicide is the 10th uh, leading cause of death amongst Americans. I didn't know. These first ones are like really shocking. Every day, 123 Americans die from suicide. Wow. Uh, one, so that's one American every 12 minutes dies from suicide. But also... There's one successful suicide. Success is a shitty word to use, I guess, but there's one person dies from suicide for every 25 attempts. So that means Hmm. that if one person dies from suicide in America every 12 minutes, that means every 30 seconds someone tries. Tries. (laughs) And that is just so... Wow, I don't even know how to fucking deal with that. And then all our all of our listeners, while listening... <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm also wondering if it works out when you say that, you know, like once every 12 minutes someone dies, or is it that all of that number all at once, at one specific time of day, you know? the witch- 123 the people hour. die every day at 420. <laughs> Damn. Damn, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it, it it's, well, obviously it's definitely not in, every 30 seconds on the dot. It's just in average America? in America, in America. Okay. So damn, uh, there's a lot more people than just the old US. Oh yeah. Fuckistan. Dude. It's yeah. It's like a million people a year globally, mm. uh, die from suicide. Damn. Yeah. Um, That's like Portland just dies once a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right. the population of like. Totally. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. I actually focused only on American statistics, and I guess maybe I should. No, I do that too when I'm looking up stuff. It's like. Uh, I don't know if Google just says that as a preference. <laughs> yeah. Like if you right. look up stuff, they're like, well, clearly you met inside. You, United States of America. You're an American, so you World don't give a shit. Series of- champions. <laughs> Google, Google. (laughs) Do you feel lucky? Chanting Google. (laughs) Why are we chanting Google? (laughs) Oh man, we fucking love Google. Um, Yeah. Also, I didn't know this. Twenty to twenty-five percent of Americans eighteen and over are affected by depression. Uh, What percent? Twenty to twenty-five percent. So and quarter, basically. I don't quarter. really know how the CDC gets that number. Probably just look out the window. Oh. Just like, that guy, look, <laughs> that guy looks sad. All right, Bill, get a piece of paper and a pen. 20 to 25% of the people on the street outside the CDC are clearly sad <laughs> uh, right now. Yeah, I'm going uh, to eyeball it. <laughs> I'm going to give it a good eyeball, take a look out the window. All right, that guy seems sad. <laughs> that guy's got truck nuts, so I know he's not sad. Here's another statistic that I love that I, this is definitely the CDC trying to just be like, treat your, treat yourself. Uh, hmm. 80 to 90% of people that seek treatment for depression are successfully treated. Damn. Yes. Did they drink their water? <laughs> they drank water. They, they did push-ups. <laughs> the CDC they texted like, their friend. It's water. <laughs> it was water the whole time. Oh, yeah. damn. That is actually kind of hopeful in an odd way. And now, yeah, so this, I, I feel sad about the people who aren't in that statistic, but no shit. Yeah. I mean, but that's a pretty good success rate. Go to therapy, do go to therapy. I don't know if I've ever said it before, but <laughs> go to therapy. Um, okay. So this one really shocked me. Farmers, fishers, and foresters have the highest rate of suicide of any profession. Which is Damn. so interesting to me. 
Wow. They're in the sun. They, you know what I mean? Like they're in the sun. They, they have like a lot of active work. And like we've talked about on the show, like sunlight, water, exercise, these things help you feel better. Right. Yeah. I have some theories on what that could be. I mean, you know, yeah, I hear you. Like being outside is of course a good thing, but of course working outside is maybe a different thing. It's harsh. It's harsh work. I think that's maybe kind of, this is totally just me theory here right but like uh farmers i think it's been a pretty rough go just for money wise damn right and then fishermen and and lumberjacks like there's a high mortality rate already inside that profession where like a lot of your friends just die all the time like fishermen and lumberjacks i mean it's more than a cop like the number of your buddies who are just dying all the time. And they're usually family businesses. So it's like you have family members who are just getting like ripped apart by like a fishing cage or oh like my God, a chain. Right, right. Yeah, dude. I, it's I'm just obs- harsh work. Yeah. I'm obsessed yeah. with watching those shows that are like about crab fishermen or like axemen. <laughs> like, right, totally. Or it's just about lumberjacks. And dude, like the number of fucking people who just get burst like Jesus. by a, a log crushing them and shit it's right like, so you're just getting ptsd watching your friend and then you spend all your money like drinking <laughs> you go home and listen to country music which makes it worse <laughs> we'll say like also fishermen have the same thing as um like people who work on oil rigs where it's like you're out at sea for long stretches it's also lonesome that you get for a fat sure. check at one at one you know grand sum yeah and yeah you just blow it a lot of times it's funny it's like yeah like there are a lot of statistics about suicide about different demographics and the thing that they definitely seem to have in common is that the more lonesomeness Mm -hmm. of whatever the categories are, it's always the loneliest things (laughs) that have a higher suicide rate. Like I didn't know this. Um, People always talk about because of the amount of rain and grayness that the Pacific Northwest has the highest suicide rate in America, but it's not true. The highest suicide rate in America is in Montana. That's, uh, that's the state with the highest rate well, of suicide. If the, far- if the farmers are lonely, have they ever tried just farmers? <laughs> farmers only. Farmers Because you don't have to be lonely. <laughs> and at because farmers we can, only. And because we legally can't call it whitesonly.com. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> we will be in trouble. Oh if man. We call it that. I uh, I have a farmers only account because I wanted to see how it worked. <laughs> And my, you can look me up. I'm f- don't mock them, dude. They're very suicidal. No, I'm. I never make fun of them, dude. Do I, you know what? It's just an observation account. I'm a, in there as a lady. I'm farm girl sixty nine four twenty. I fully believe this it. is true. Oh, um, and I just wanted to see it. Farmersonly.com, dude. They are pretty bad with web design. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of finding a soulmate, how about finding a web designer? Yeah. Hey, uh, I hey, will say, I know you, you got farmers only here, but you should definitely talk to some non-farmers about just <laughs> marketing. Yeah, all right. <laughs> problem number one with your website. I go to singles page. It's just a cornfield. Right. Maybe you didn't want a farmer to program that. You don't know what a website is. <laughs> I tried to go to the merch. It was just a husk of corn. It was, uh, yeah, it was, was Patsy scare- Klein crying. So interesting. Da- damn it! I went on a date with a scarecrow again. <laughs> Have you seen a farmer's only ad ever? Yeah, dude, that's They're incredible, dude. <laughs> they, they really are like <laughs> winking to the camera because it'd always be like some. She's on a date with a guy with who's a, like us. Like it literally looks like you or I. Who's totally. like, I'm, my name's Frampton and I'm a total loser who likes a frappuccino. Yeah. Hey, do you want me to shove my whole ponytail in your pussy? And, uh, <laughs> and then she's like, like, what a chill. She'll like roll her eyes out of her head and like her pussy <laughs> dries up and you hear it like, <laughs> and it's just like, I need a real man. Yeah. I need a guy who. Whose hands are guns. <laughs> Johnny hands. Totally. And then a guy with a white cowboy hat Johnny just gun hands. like shows up and he's yeah. like, the Terminator hey, shows up. Hey, darling, is this weak person <laughs> giving you trouble? And the guy's like, my dad owns a factory. And then he punches him <laughs> through his face. <laughs> and then every Full penetration through the face. And then the text, every cuck dies, shows up on screen. <laughs> And then he fucks that girl that's in you, his truck. That's how you get a soulmate. <laughs> um, yeah, Mont- it goes Montana, Alaska, and then the rest of the mountain time zone states. It's literally like, if you, oh, I'll show you. This is a diagram of America. 
the I know we have some cool listeners in Alaska. I feel <laughs> shouts out. I feel your pain, guys. It's totally very isolated. <laughs> it's not only it's like, yeah, the the states with a really high suicide rate are Montana, Idaho, uh, Colorado, Utah, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico. Uh, and Oklahoma. Those All are the red. Really high. <laughs> <laughs> All red states. Hmm. I wonder if that easy access to a gun makes a difference. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the number way people kill themselves, is, I think. Is handguns by handguns. far. So it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you got a gun laying around. Yeah. It's You're like... mad about your farms, and then your fisherman friend's dead, and then you can't build a house because the logger's dead, and you... <laughs> It's funny, I read this thing, I think this was also on the NIM site, it might have been CDC, but it was like, uh, but it was like, the the thing that people normally say about suicide in gun states is they say that you're more likely to commit suicide if there's a gun in the house, and the actual more accurate statistic is you're more likely to commit suicide if there are guns in your state. (laughs) Actually, uh, <laughs> they say you're more likely to commit suicide if there's a gun in your mouth. <laughs> they I say knew. that's a really good sign. Yeah. That's so funny. It's just in your state. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's like, I could get... Access in when general. When I was growing up in Virginia, exactly, I could have easily gone to just my friend's house. Totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's really... And also, uh, I'm going to take a break for a second and say, like, these stats are, like, real intense. And if you're listening right now, and I was feeling myself sort of feeling like a little overwhelmed by thinking about all this death. And so if you're feeling that way, please take a break and like fucking listen to a song you like, drink some water. Listen to the Patreon. We talk about the Simpsons. We do. We talk about this at (laughs) patreon.com slash suicide, but give us money. uh, (laughs) It's not a death cult. Give us money. Take a break and give us money. It's not a death uh, cult. Give us money. (laughs) Yeah, if you're feeling sad, just give us money and uh, (laughs) you'll feel better. Um, yeah, no, um, and, no, that's uh, good to point out though. I mean, totally like know that you're okay. And this, just because you maybe are in one of these demographics doesn't mean it's you actually, that's the reason I wanted to talk about this. Like if you're hearing this and you are a member of these demographics, just like know it and take care of yourself and you're fine. You won't, yeah. you won't leave you're us. You're not defined please. by your demographic. And, and please you know. don't leave us. Stay with us. But yeah. just know there are added difficulties in the places you are and the things you do that are worth watching out for. So you can stay yeah. here with Nothing's us. Nothing's worse than being like, oh, I guess I'm defined by my demographic. You aren't. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck that. And it's all <laughs> ratios anyway. And even though I said like farmers, fishers, and foresters, highest rate of suicide of any profession, that's 85 people out of every 100,000. Um, so the, yeah, even though like the numbers are staggering in a grand sense, when you look at things like that, it's, these are avoidable. You can treat yourself and take care of yourself and you're okay. There's, you know, it's funny. There is, um, um, there's a journal called high altitude medicine and biology. And, uh, they did a study that found that, uh, there is higher suicide rates in places with high altitude. Oh, really? Yeah, because, I mean, well, not because, their hypothesis was because of the low oxygen and thin air fucks with you or whatever. Sounds, like, knows, another, a lot of, sounds like another story being pushed by Big Mariana's Trench. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest place on earth is pushing their agenda. Yeah, sounds like the Grand Canyon's trying to get some more homes built. <laughs> Follow the money. I don't know what that means. Yeah, Uh, that's right. I've always said it, man. Flagstaff is way cooler than Jackson Hole. It's just the air, the air being thin. Maybe that was their hypothesis. Yeah, but it's also like lightheaded, lightheaded headaches and stuff like that. Also, that happens to be that that tends to be areas where uh, it's a lower population, so there are less people that you see. That's a good point. Actually. Probably more, <laughs> more, more succinctly. Yeah, why? That was the thing that really struck me about that map showing the the places of uh, like the highest suicide rates. It's the states with the sparsest population. The lowest suicide rate per capita is Washington D.C. and New York City. Isn't that fucking crazy? You would think wow. they would be higher because of all the stress you would and shit. Think Trump would have killed himself <laughs> like a million <laughs> times. Uh, wow, DC and New York. 
Yeah. Wow. Which is so funny because you think of, we, we always talk about Japan as having a high suicide rate because of all the stress. And D.C. and New York are two of our most stressful cities, but it's the lowest suicide rates per capita are those two places. Wow. That's uh, also pretty I, liberal. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is something about like... Um, Move there. <laughs> yeah. Move there. Give us money. Like sharing a space and everything like that. For one, that tends to make people a lot more liberal. Because sure. uh, if you're sharing space with people, you have to compromise constantly. Yeah, right. If you live out on a farm somewhere, you can make a million theories <laughs> of what, like, I think I've heard of Muslims before, and mm-hmm. like, I believe they would look like this. Like, <laughs> right. you know, like you have like your theories that'll never and be justified. He holds justified. up a picture of Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> he holds up a Chewbacca mask. He's like, there they are, uh, but. Uh, I don't know. And like something that they've kind of linked with, you know, depression is that like a big thing human beings really need, same as water, is just uh, community. Right. We need like other human beings. The worst thing, and we've gone over this with, say, um, prisoners who have killed themselves. Uh, We did an episode about, you know, someone who had done that, but it was because of the solitary confinement was really exacerbating the situation. And they often say it's like the worst punishment like you can give someone is just isolation from other human beings. Yeah. We can't take it. It's so stressful to human right. beings. They're like, I would rather be being like beat up. That's why than, solitary than confinement is, is considered it's fucking torture. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's the thing with, um, a lot of things say like, um, addiction, uh, a good cure for it is when you start building these communities and that's some of the more like beneficial parts of like AA, you know, is that you're going to group and you're forming communities and, and bonds with people. You get a sponsor, you have people that depend on you and you depend on them and it makes your life have worth and stuff like that. But if you're just like totally alienated from people and I don't know any number of factors in your life where then you get further alienated yeah. from people. You know, it's not even just geographic. Say you're a little bit of an asshole at certain times. Yeah. Or something. You've chased away some of your family members and stuff. Man, it's I get I get bummed when I think about like family members of mine who live like way out in the woods and just like <clears throat> far oh, away yeah. from driving from people and like. Yeah. And by the way, we are also obviously talking about factors that exacerbate depression and yeah. like chemical issues with your brain and things to address, you know? And yeah, like it's like confront. I just wanted to take a moment and say like, obviously just because you live in the woods doesn't mean no, you're sad. No, no. But it's like, it, these are all things though to consider and yeah. then be like, how am I going to change my life? Yeah, I really yeah. don't think there's a lot you can do when you're like depressed and like keeping behaviors, just repeating. And, right. You know, especially when you're like, this situation sucks, you know? Yeah. Uh, what was I? There was oh yeah, Give this was another stats, stat dude. that really struck me, that I like kind of um, defied what I had thought. Um, Age wise, the highest suicide rates are among people forty five and older. Yeah, which I thought it was. I honestly <laughs> thought it was teenagers. I really did, because uh, probably because I was. Right. most fucked up in my life when I was a teenager. I think there definitely <laughs> is a lot more of a societal push of like. If a kid kills himself, it truly is a tragedy because it's yeah. like he didn't give life a shot. Yeah. But it's like, I fully believe oh, that I somebody see. who's gone through their life and it's like, well, I, it's like, you know, Doug Stanhope has that joke where he's like, life's like a movie where it's like, if it sucked every minute of the movie, it's probably not going to like get incredible in the last <laughs> five wow. minutes. So it's like, there, I, I just get that mindset of, especially when you're older, that you're like, Oh, it's it's that much more impossible. It seems right. to change, yeah. Which is so not true. The problem is, is like we allow our brains to tell us a story, and then we repeat that story a million times. Yeah. But there's so many times you'll look out in the world and you'll see evidence to the contrary, and it's just you're allowing yourself to be your own bully, your own worst enemy. It's, yeah. You know, no one can pick on you more than yourself, and like be like, you can't do it. You can't change. You know. Yeah. I know. We have some friends who have killed themselves later in life recently. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, the the recent one is Brody. And that one, yeah, it struck me as, yeah, that's just so... I, I think there was a um, off his meds thing there for sure. There's that he, too. He did go off his meds, and you know he had a. It was his fourth or condition. fifth time too. And then there yeah. was a lot of people talking about like to get off that high dosage so quick and everything. 
Dude, we got to talk to some people actually recently who I ran into. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm just well, thinking about future guests we could do. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, um, sure. Yeah, no, Not, I, no, it's uh, it's distressing. Um, yeah. Because, you know, hey, I, I feel it. I'm a depressed fucking guy. I constantly am thinking about just like, well, another day. What did I do today? Or like, what what's changed for the better? We should, by the way, one of those guests should, we should have Jake Weissman back on again because I was hanging out with him the other day. And he just got on Wellbutrin. And Jake... Oh, yeah, it's crazy. ...told me... It's so crazy. And Jake told me... once I've known Jake a long fucking time now, and we've been really close that whole time. And one, and he's always... If you hang out with Jake, he's always asking you questions about yourself and talking about you. And if you talk about him, he'll talk about himself, but he like stops it very quickly and then moves on to talking about you, which mm. is why you know he's one of the most... Like loving giving people that we call know. you out, Jake. Uh, <laughs> but also, like at one point we were hanging out, and I didn't. I like didn't. I think I even said this when we had him on the podcast the first time. I'm pretty sure I did. We were in the car together, and I was like, we were talking about depression, and I was like, "How do you feel, man? Like, what is this?" And he said, "All day, every day, there's a voice in my head saying, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself.' And it's like, wow. All right, that is." extreme fucking depression. And he told me that he got on Wellbutrin and he didn't think it was working. And then five or six days in, he woke up and he was not thinking about killing himself. And it is a revelation for him. He, so we should have him on to talk about that. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that process. Yeah, as like with me, the, the biggest advocate of therapy on earth who does not take medications. <laughs> so you know? Dave, what you're saying <laughs> is people who wear cowboy hats are going to make a bang-bang in their head. <laughs> make a bang-bang is a bang, bang. how I describe suicide. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, you're telling me. You're telling people, me. People, all the characters from King of the Hill are dead. <laughs> uh, dang old, dang old dead. Dude. Dribble's dead. <laughs> Dribble. Dale Gribble. <laughs> Dale Dribble. Dale Gribble. Um, yeah, more like Boom Hour, you know what I mean? Boom Hour's dead. <laughs> boom How. Boom Boom Hour. Boom. That sounds like he pooped. Um... <laughs> Okay, this, I have one last statistic that is so funny okay. that like literally makes life feel like a joke. Uh, so you're aware of the drug lithium, right? And it's like- Sure, the Nirvana song. Yeah, the Nirvana song, <laughs> the, the last ditch, it's like a last ditch effort drug they give you if you're very, very depressed because it basically removes emotion. Wow. And so people who are on lithium say they feel nothing. Holy shit. And that's how sad they were. They needed to feel nothing in order to, you know, Damn. yeah. So there are, lithium is also a naturally occurring element. It's on the periodic table. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's every day. You it's go just outside. There's that lithium. <laughs> I mean, it is like in, out there in the world. So there are parts of the world where there are lithium deposits in the water. Oh, shit. And in those areas, there are lower suicide rates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, God, yes. <laughs> and it's just like, fuck you, That's man. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so crazy. Holy shit. Yeah. And that just makes me think, like, you got to especially watch out for yourself because everything is fucking weird and dumb. There's lithium in the water or there's not. Uh, I want to know if there's, like, random deposits that happen in water that make you more likely. You know what I mean? For centuries, no one <laughs> in the village ever killed themselves. But one man was brave enough <laughs> to go up against the old village legend. That's so fucking crazy, man. I love st shit like that. Yeah. Uh, damn. There's something I one time uh, saw that was, like, about, like, people who uh, see ghosts or have, like, had ghost uh, stories. Uh, but uh, they like trace it back to like some sort of chemical that sometimes is like oh yeah there's like a fissure in the ground and like it comes out from like a cave and basically it makes people trip a little and they're like yeah I feel like there's a presence in the room like well, it's, have you, it's, that's a big part of it have you read that shit about the Salem witch trials about what yes, happened there yes that's exactly. my favorite I love dude. this kind of stuff where it's like yeah. well apparently just move to that lithium village yeah <laughs> I know right yes I'm moving hey all <laughs> Patreon uh, members of our podcast are gonna get flown out to the <laughs> lithium village <laughs> 
If you don't know, that's so Join funny. Our Patreon. There's a li- yeah, the lithium hot spring. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Everyone's gonna get laid at the lithium village. Uh, yeah, Woo. you feel nothing in this hot spring, dude. I'm going there for spring break, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get so zonked out and not want to kill myself. If you don't know the titties. Salem witch trial thing, um, the it came out that uh, Salem. The town was fed with by two rye fields, one in the south, one in the north, and the northern rye field was infected with ergot fungus. And ergot is the fungus that they distill to make LSD. Yeah. So like literally, these girls were tripping sure. on acid. And when you take raw ergot, apparently, you get very strong LSD effects, but it also makes your back spasm really bad. So that's why they're literally like, and everyone was constantly thinking about God and the devil. So they're just like. Speaking in tongues and yelling the devil and having back spasms and, you know. <laughs> and then, like, some opportunistic mm-hmm. preacher is like, I've thought of a way to mm-hmm. further control yeah. women. <laughs> well, I hate women, so, <laughs> yeah. Since I hate women. He's a witch. And, <laughs> He's a witch. Yeah. I'm a witch. I'm going to create a, a Catch-22. Yeah. <laughs> the whole town gets declared a witch by each other. Hey, I guess we're all just going to go have to take a dip in the lake. <laughs> the Pool <lithium> party. Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that shit's wild. Yeah, man, I'm moving there to the to Salem. No, this lithium place. Salem's uh, busted, this lithium dude. place. This lithium place sounds dope. Let's find out. Hold on, talk about something funny while I Google. Uh, well, I I don't know, dude. I did watch a little bit of The Handmaid's Tale, and it is possible that maybe women are just truly evil. And <laughs> <laughs> I no, this is what happens when you put down your microphone, dude. No. <laughs> The top lithium producers in the world are Australia, Chile, China, Argentina, Zimbabwe, Portugal, Brazil, and Namibia. And Detroit. And Detroit, <laughs> dude. And fucking and Detroit. Geffen Records, dude. And uh, <laughs> Kid Rock's house. No one's ever killed himself. There. <laughs> yeah, oh, so shit. if you want to drink lithium water, go to Australia. I gotta go fucking China and Australia. <laughs> I don't even know how to speak Australian. Well, Chile's pretty they, close. What do they call beer? Um, Brazil... Where everyone's green. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where everyone's green. We can take our fucking high top haircut and go to <laughs> go to Brazil and drink some lithium, right? I don't know how anything works. Lithium makes you Blanca. It, lithium makes you Blanca, Blanca, dude. That was the thing about Blanca. He just was so... He had so few feelings that he turned green. <laughs> like the Grinch. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Blanca was the one Grinch-based character. Yeah. <laughs> he had Grinch rules. Uh, well, thank you uh, guys awesome, man. so much for listening to Suicide Buddies as always. We have a bonus Buddies episode this week and a Hampton Solo Buddies episode out this week Woo-woo. on patreon.com slash suicide buddies. We talk about The Simpsons a little. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of realized that there's so many episodes of The Simpsons that reference suicide in some way. So we only just got around to the Frank Grimes yeah. uh, episode. But I think we're going to dedicate this whole month of our Patreon to talking about suicide in The Simpsons, <laughs> which I think is no. great. <laughs> no. It's Simpsons month here oh, at Suicide on, Town. Uh, let's do Life with Louie. Okay. <laughs> What's life with Louie? That was the Louie Anderson cartoon. Oh, that's right. In the 90s, they got really into giving comedians who were like yes. way adults, like Roseanne and, yeah. and Rosie O'Donnell or something, like a cartoon. And life with Louie was really actually good. Was it? But it was, oh, yeah. I watched just it, a, yeah. It's just a show about like the most whiny kid <laughs> in the world. It was like, oh, I'm a 40-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want to go outside. Well, Louis Anderson is so funny. And then the like thing. Fox Kids like tried to like make that be like, check out Life with Louie. <laughs> like, here's the Life with Louie toy. He's like, oh, my I God. fucking want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go outside. I live in Minnesota. It's fucking cold. <laughs> Wow. Hey, kids. God, that's so Uh fucking funny, dude. Yeah, no, I forgot. Life with Louie was part of Saturday morning cartoons. Bobby's World. Uh, That's another Howie Mandel based on the I remember. I think it would even go Bobby's World and Life with Louie. It was this like hour chunk of sad dad Saturday morning cartoon (laughs) shit. Like, 
how we met Bobby's world was just Bobby was just this like innocent kid who lived in an obviously broken home. Yeah. <laughs> it's based off of just Howie Mandel would do that voice. Have you ever seen his no. acts? He he basically Howie Mandel, how he started was he basically was impersonating like a man who had severe mental like Oh, good. Problems like was retarded. <laughs> I just like, keep know, I, like, finding reasons to fucking hate dude, him. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and then like when that kind of fizzled out, and people were like, "Okay, he's got like a lot of energy. He pretends to be like simple or whatever." And then he started to just do like, "Remember when we were kids?" And then he would do <laughs> yeah. the Bobby voice. Like, I'm a little baby. I can't do anything. Wow. And then people were like, "That's pretty good. I guess let's make that a show." <laughs> <laughs> he deserves a show now. And so it's just yeah, it's his version of like when I was a kid. And I had so many crazy fantasies, and it's like, okay, Man. I guess. <laughs> It was a pretty good show. My biggest tight. fantasy when I was a kid was to steal money from Canadian comedians. <laughs> <laughs> lawsuit. Lawsuit. <laughs> Give us money. Um, dude, thank you. This was super fun, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, come check me out at Rooster Tea Feathers uh, this weekend, June 20th through the 23rd. Check out Dave. Uh, where are you going to be? July 27th in Denver at the Grolix at the Bug Theater. You don't sound and, sure of that. I got more. Actually, yeah. I will Coming up, I also will be in Denver, in the Denver area again. In uh, uh, I'm driving there, so then I'm like coming through New Mexico and Arizona on the way home. And then uh, we are in New York on 9-11. And I'm going to stay up there for a bit, and then uh, I'm going to uh, uh, going around New England a little bit. And I'll like put all that shit online yeah. soon. I have uh, tickets up on uh, my website for stuff. And uh, uh, guys, uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, all right, let's. Glad you're alive. Right, Bye. Glad you're alive. Bye. Ooh, that was an episode of Suicide Buddies. Ooh, it is rough. I know we got a little deep. We got a little dank. We got a little bit of dark. And we just want you to know, Dave and I, that. We don't really take this that lightly. We realize that a lot of people are struggling out there, and we want you to know that if you are dealing with these dark thoughts right now, it would be great if you could call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. And they have the resources to help you deal with this in a little bit more of a medically professional way. So we would appreciate that, and we're happy that you're with us. Thanks for listening. Cast Network.